Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. And on this podcast, we dive deep into the unconventional ways we got sober. And how we continue to stay sober. Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm your co-host, Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. Today is episode 29. We're going to be talking about socializing, and in particular, socializing sober. Yeah, so I thought it'd be like a fun little contrast, uh, just because we did an episode on the condo last week. Um, And yeah, I thought it'd be cool to kind of just like touch base and see how things have changed since, you know, we've been off the sauce. Yeah, so uh, have you been to any big social events lately? Uh, Yeah, I went to my first sober wedding last weekend. Yeah, how was that? Oh, it was fucking interesting. Yeah. (laughs) It was good. It was, uh, I was a little bit nervous about it, to be honest, just because I went by myself and usually it's easier when I'm with you or another sober person. Yeah. Um, because you kind of have like that little sober energy to play off of. Um, but I mean, altogether it was good. There did get to a point when I was like, yeah, I'm fucking leaving. Y'all are getting (laughs) wailed. The shots were flowing. You guys are fucking spilling on the floor and like shit was getting, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to head her. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I was kind of proud of myself because I haven't really gone to many sober outings like that, that are out of my like control, out of my like comfort zone. Yeah. It's very weird to go to a place where a lot of people are drinking. It's very just kind of like awkward. And, and then like some people don't know that you don't drink. So then it's even more awkward. It's like, Oh, here's like a jello shot or something. And it's like, uh, no, no thanks. Yeah. The one girl that was at my table, I hadn't seen in like, fuck since probably before I moved to Hudson Soap. It's been forever. And she's like, oh, like you're not drinking? And she like asked me probably twice. And I was like, yeah, I was actually an alcoholic. I haven't drank in two and a half years. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, oh, oh, okay. And like, she was good about it. She like changed the subject, but she kind of like, she asked me a couple times and like the lady she was with that she had brought, I didn't know. And then that lady kind of was like, it piqued her interest, I guess is the nicest way to put it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's good though. It's something that I've shied away from for fuck almost two and a half years. Like I've kind of like gone out of my way to avoid being in situations when I know there's going to be a shitload of people drinking and fucking acting a fool and acting up. Um, but I think it's, it's an important part and it's an important milestone in your sobriety to be around other people when you know that you will be triggered or you could be triggered by it. Yeah. You can't just like not go like there's alcohol everywhere. You can't just, you can't get away from it really. Well, and I think my biggest thing is, like, I know that, like, fuck, I know there's booze everywhere. Like, it's super easy to, you know, you can't fucking, you're right, you can't put yourself in a box and be like, oh, I'm not going to venture out because there could be booze there. I think, like, my biggest thing was the amount of people I knew would be drinking Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of, like, knowing that I would be, I wouldn't have, like, you or have, like, another sober person to kind of, like, be like, hey, like, oh, cool, you're not drinking either. Um, but again, I think because I have for myself, because I was so worried about that for so long that I kind of like, I kind of put like relationships on a back burner because, you know, when you're not there, you're not fucking making these connections with people. You're not putting yourself out there and you're not, you're, you know what I mean? You're losing out on that a little bit. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I mean, all together, it was, it was a good time. Like I enjoyed myself. I definitely knew when a certain time hit that I was like, I'm fucking, yeah, I'm fucking yeah. Y'all are fucking getting wild. You're toasting and spilling and spitting on each other. Fucking like, you know what I mean? Like the what, drunk uh, bullshit. What did you drink when you were at the wedding? A big Red Bull. <laughs> it's so weird that when <sighs> when you're when you're sober and you go to an event, you still like for some reason have this feeling that you need to drink something. Yes. I don't know why it is, but it's like, oh, I gotta have something. 
Well, and I also had like a fucking, it was hotter than fuck out too. Like it was, yeah. a, it was a super hot day. Um, I also had like a big water bottle, but I was like, well, I gotta have to drink, but it was kind of, it was good in a way because they didn't start serving booze till five Yeah. and the wedding was at like two and like by like two 20, like I would say like within five minutes of this fucking, the wedding being over, like the actual, like I do bullshit being over. Yeah. I heard like a young girl be like, what are we serving? Like, I want booze. I want booze. She was like, <laughs> and she was like, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to go into town and get booze. And her husband and her boyfriend was like, no, we're not. We're here to fucking whatever. And I yeah. was just like, man, if that wasn't me fucking two and a half years ago, I don't know what was. Yeah, I was just going to say, sounds like me. I'll have a couple shots in the truck before I even fucking go into the fucking wedding. Yeah. And it was actually kind of funny because, like, yeah, her boyfriend was, like, the voice of reason that was like, no, like, no, yeah. you're not going to fucking, you can drink at five. You can wait two and a half hours. What's wrong with you? Yeah, open the bar up early. Fuck it. Open the bar up. <laughs> I would have been over there trying to bribe him. Fuck. It was... <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, it was good. It was definitely one of those things that, you know, you're not, you have to be accountable for yourself and you, as much as you want to like, you know, fucking, you want to take yourself out of those situations. There's going to be situations in life when you're going to be around a bunch of fucking drunk, drunk people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it gets easier, like the longer you kind of fucking go into it. And I actually, it was kind of cool because I ended up uh, running into another girl who I hadn't seen in a while and she much younger, much, much younger than us. Um, but also had like some pretty fucking bad demons from drinking and being a piece of shit. She's like, yeah, I'm a year sober. And I was like, holy fuck, look at you go. If only I was your age. Cause I think she's like 22 ish. Yeah. Like if only I had fucking taken that initiative when I was your age, life would have been turned out a lot different. Yeah. No kidding. So do you think it would be, if you went to the same event, like, say, you're only, like, six months sober, would it be a lot harder? Oh, I would have fucking... I don't even know if I... I would have I would have been like, I have COVID. I would have came up with, like, fucking <laughs> any excuse because I wouldn't have been able to be around. Just, like... Because it's a... It's like a... You know, like, wedding's a good event, right? Everybody's happy. Everyone's fucking whatever. Like, the bride's beautiful. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, it's, we're so happy that you guys are together. But, like, six months in, like, it would have been fucking trigger central. Yeah. Like, from the moment that one girl said, like, hey, I'm going, we're going into town to get booze, I would have been, like, <laughs> like, it would have yeah. been fucking terrible. Plus, it was probably a lot of people that, like, you used to drink with at one point in your life. Yes. So, it kind of would have been, like, old habits or whatever, and it have been, like, uh, you know. But in, like, in a way, so, like, yeah, so it was a lot of people, like, there was not a lot, but there were some people from the past that we used to drink with and stuff, but, like, I don't know, as you get older and, like, shit changes, perspective changes, I just, like wasn't rude I didn't go out of my way to be like but I also didn't really go out of my way to socialize too much with them mm -hmm. I honestly spent a lot of the time just fucking doing my own thing staying away from the fucking girl going to the liquor store at 2 30 and yeah. just kind of like because I think I ended up leaving at like eight and I've been there since two and by then that was like they had done speeches and shit and like everybody was starting to get fucking the real whale on mm -hmm. um but yeah just like people in general, yeah, that you used to drink within shit. Like, I just, I don't know. I just kind of kept my distance, kind of did my thing. Just had to remind myself that, you know, just because you don't drink anymore, you're still the same person you used to be. Yeah. Because I used to have such a false sense of, like, confidence and a false sense of, like, you know, mm -hmm. back when I used to drink, I used to think that, I don't know, like everybody else, like, oh, I'm so much more charming. I'm so much more sociable. I'm so much more. And I but guess. But it's the, like the exact opposite. Right? Because, yeah, like, the substance of your conversations are fucking ridiculous. You look like an asshole. The shit you're saying, they're laughing at you. They're not laughing with you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all, all in all, I was proud of myself that I took the plunge and I went without you. Yeah. Somebody had to represent. It sure as hell wasn't going to be you because you were working. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, what do how about you? You haven't really, I guess you haven't been in that situation where you've went to a big fucking where everybody would be like getting, sh- oh, I guess you've got a few. I've been to a few. It's been a while. I know Last in summer? early, yeah, in early sobriety, I was on at the golf course with some friends and, uh, they were tying one on or whatever and they all knew I wasn't drinking. So it wasn't that big a deal, but we were golfing with like this random guy and we stopped, like the beer cart lady came by and. Like, oh, get a shot of fireball. And they got three shots. There was four of us there. And then, uh, like, the random guy who obviously didn't know me, like, just thought that Buddy buying the shots was being an asshole because he didn't buy him one. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, no, Blaine doesn't drink. And he's like, oh, shit, I just thought you were being an asshole. <laughs> but, uh, like, social events, I can remember, like, my boss's birthday. I went there. And, like, everybody was drinking, having a good time. Like, I don't even think anybody knew I was sober then. And, uh, like, I was there with a good buddy and stuff, and, like, he knew. And, um, like, this one lady just kept pushing jello shots on me, and I was like, no thanks. Then I ended up, like, kind of being a dick about it, because she, like, just kept trying to give them to me. And I was like, man, I'm an alcoholic lady. Like, no. Right, like, the fuck out of my face, bitch. Like, if I I eat one of those jello shots, like, game over. It's fucking off the rails, and here you go. All right. Well, that, yeah, and we've talked about that in earlier episodes. We're like, okay, like, if somebody says no, yeah. you don't, have, don't keep fucking bogging them. Like, seriously, because that's what it gets to the point where you're like, listen, bitch, I fucking told you <laughs> yeah. how many times. And you don't want to fucking see that person, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it is, again, it's one of those things I take with a grain of salt because you have to be social. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been very guilty of just, like, being a fucking hermit to the point where my oracle cards I pull are, like, you need to find a balance between, like, yeah. seeing the rest of the world and, like, being by yourself. Because I've kind of, like, I've kind of, like, I've soaked up my own energy, right? Like, I like who I am now. I'm not afraid to be alone. I'm not afraid to fucking be alone with my own thoughts. Yeah. I don't need to be fucking lubricated to enjoy my own presence. But with that, I kind of, like, I feel like I almost went, like, a, a tad too far and, like, was just, like, fuck it. I don't need anybody. See you <laughs> in fucking, and then Blaine goes to camp. So I'm, like, yeah, fucking see you in three weeks. Yeah, but it's very peaceful, like, at, at our house and stuff. There's, I don't know, I love being here and just doing activities and living in my own little world almost. Well, and that was another thing that I was, like, nicely reminded, like, holy fuck. So with this wedding... Drama, 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 fucking this one's mad at this one, this needs to get done, it's not getting done, and fucking this one's, the cop's getting called, and I'm just like, holy fuck, I just can't, I'm like, this is why I have a very short fucking fuse when it comes to seeing other people, because even, like, from the moment I fucking pulled up, I got out of my fucking car and went and talked to the one lady there, it was just like, fucking, we had to have to call the cops and the bridesmaids, this happened, and the fucking, we can't find a brides, like, oh my god, I was like, holy shit, and it just kind of, like, continued, (laughs) And that's exactly where it got to the point where, like, when I knew people were going to drink more. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, y'all motherfuckers are sloppy and dramatic now. And I can see that fucking, that switch, that switch when you're, you know, you're fucking, you go from that cusp of, like, buzz to, like, I'm starting to get fucking drunk now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not, fu- I can't fucking do it. I don't want to fucking do it. Uh, being a sober person around a bunch of drunken pricks is, like, yeah, honestly the it's most. The worst. It's the absolute most. And I, like, would always imagine myself, like, years ago, like, oh, if I got sober, I'd fucking, do you, I'd be the DD and I'd do this. No, no, no. I'm fucking good. Like, <laughs> right? Like, not nope, a chance. Nope. Uh, you're fucking done. I can't, you guys, you fucking stink, for one. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I was just, there was definitely that fine line when I could tell 
tell and people are starting to get a little looped. And I was just like, nope, not fucking doing it. I'm done. I fucking, I put in my whatever, six hours, whatever I was there. Yeah. Um, and I was like, nope, that's good enough for me. I'm fucking packing her in. I'm going back home. I'm going, well, I didn't go home. I went to a hotel and I went to the casino actually. Yeah. We were, I went to a wedding that was in a city, this, our hometown of FSJ. So what, even when you went to the casino, like there's probably lots of people drinking there. Is it awkward to be in a place like that when people, a bunch of people are drinking? No, because there's also on the one side of the casino, a whole bunch of like older people that are just like fucking <laughs> yeah. gambling and are just like slamming coffee and throwing 20s in. Yeah, true. But like, yeah, it was and good And plus though. you don't really like know them. So like, it's just strangers. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right? And, like, I went and I fucking, I wasn't going to go, but you, that one hotel you stay at gives you, like, a fucking three, free $20 vent voucher or whatever. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm spending my voucher before I'm going and eating my Dairy Queen fucking bl- uh, flirt or blizzard thing I got in the fucking fridge. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, whatever. I went down there and, like, got a couple eyeballs because I was in my fucking, my wedding get up there. And I actually had this young, very young kid come over and start, like, talking with me. He was like, he was like, oh, like, I want to, like, would you, like, can I, like, can I introduce you to my friends kind of thing? And I was like, nope, (laughs) I'm good, thank you. Yeah. And he was like, he didn't mean any harm or anything, but he just, like, stunk. And, like, you know, like, I'm married. (laughs) I don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah. I don't know if you picked up on that. But I was just like, yeah, no, this is, that's, that's, again, that was my cue to leave because I'm just like, nope, can't do it. You, I just, yeah, just hit the limit. Yeah, it's weird. Like I, I don't think we've been to very many bars. I since we've don't been sober. Think I can remember the last I can't time I've been to a bar. I went to the Legion with my dad, but <laughs> that's a little different. We were on a fishing trip. We were playing crib. Oh, did you guys go to the? Le- oh yeah, yeah he was drinking beer. He was drinking beer. But like, that's kind of different. Well, that's well, that's where it's tough, right? Because that's where it, it's getting better because we're in that like in between. So in like your early twenties to like your probably your thirties, you do a lot of your socializing in bars, drinking, fucking acting up. But now because we're getting old, now I can do my socializing at like the farmer's market. Or like (laughs) we went and did a fucking you pick yesterday where we went and picked a bunch of vegetables that we, you know, we canned and we're fucking prepping up. So then uh, we took a sober friend. Not that you would need to take a sober friend. Most people don't get shit faced when they're picking vegetables, but it's so weird to socialize without drinking now. Like it's, I don't, it's so cool that we do things with people that don't involve getting hammered and ripping lines. Right? Like, it's fucking cool. And the quality of our friends are, like, way better. Like. Well, it's a genuine connection, right? Because it's not me messaging fucking Joe Blow at 10 o'clock being like, I need someone to get fucked up with. Yeah. And then, like, just getting fucked up and being a piece of shit. Like, we make a plan. Like, yeah. we messaged so-and-so and was like, hey, we're doing a U-Pick. Would you like to come? Mm-hmm. And so-and-so was like, yeah, I would love to. And then, like, we had, like, you know what I mean? We had something we looked forward to. And we had, like, made a general effort to make a connection. Yeah. Not just, like, I'll fucking get shit-faced and bump lines with anybody. Yeah, and just, like, talk shit about people or whatever we used to do. I don't even rem- I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember what I was like in active addiction sometimes. Like, I don't remember... Because it's been so long now that just living this cool life that I kind of forget, like, how bad I was. I know. Like, we we have one friend, Lacey, who does not know us. Um, we've been sober since we've known her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, man. Like, I, I almost wish that I could, like, I don't think she said I almost wish. But she said something along the lines of, like, man, I would have liked to see you guys, the difference between then and now. And I was like, yeah. I don't think you would have liked the difference between then and now, to be yeah, honest with not. you. Yeah, probably not. We probably wouldn't be friends. Yeah, I don't think our, we, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have met her because I wouldn't have been interested in taking care of myself. 
right? And we, yeah, and we wouldn't be like jiving, picking fucking pickling cucumbers and talking about childhood trauma. I'd be like, man, I got so fucked up last weekend. And we would be at a bar and like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. We wouldn't, she's not a drinker. So we wouldn't have crossed paths that way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not, that's just not how things would have played out. Yeah. Um, but another, again, another cool thing too is now I'm not the friend who cancels. Cause I used to like, I'd make plans with people and not even like, I wouldn't even do it on purpose, but we'd have plans for say like Thursday morning, but then all of a sudden I'm on the piss Wednesday and I'm like, Oh, I know for a fact I'm not fucking getting up to do that tomorrow. So it was like constantly, I think I did it so much that like people just stopped like inviting me to do shit. Cause they were just like, Oh, you know, we won't show up. You're going to fucking flake out. Yeah. Right? And that's super frustrating too. Yeah. It is frustrating. And I feel like with, for me, I become the friend that will be like, no, yeah. I've like I feel like I put up a pretty strong boundary and I like I don't mean to like do it I don't mean to do it like in a negative way. It's just like you know what sometimes you'd agree to something just to be nice. Yeah. But now I'm just like, no. Yeah. Like no, it's like, like no, no, I don't I'm, do that. And like and it's nothing like you know what I mean? I'm not being like a, a bitch like, oh I don't want to fucking hang out with you. Like, no, I I've got other shit to do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna because I'm like, oh I'll just humble you and tell you, yeah, that I'm excited. And then when the day came, I'd be like, oh fuck, something happened. Yeah, right. right. Now I'm just like, no. And I just like, and it's, I feel like that pisses people off, yeah. but I feel like the right people that are meant to gravitate in your circle understand because they're also the people that are like, you know what, Courtney? No, I don't want to do that. Or yeah. no, I, I actually can't. Like I'm fucking busy and I'm mentally drained. So I don't have that in me to go do that yeah. with you. And it's kind of the same thing too. Like we've been making like new friends and stuff since we've been sober. And especially like in the past year, cause it's like, we're on this like fitness and health kick and like doing stuff to like better ourselves and stuff. And it's almost like, I don't know how to explain it, but I only like, I only want to be friends with people that are like, like-minded that don't treat their bodies like shit and like don't eat McDonald's all the time. You and know? Don't drink the fluoride water. Yeah. And like the t- people like us that just spent all afternoon making spicy pickled beans, 52 or 53 jars full. Like, I got enough for one jar every, <laughs> every fucking week uh, for the next year. Like, I like that kind of stuff because it shows, like, you have to put in hard work to, like, get it done. And it's just, I, we spent, well, I spent so much, like, years of my life just being a lazy, drunk piece of shit. And just the easiest fucking, easiest route, easiest yeah. thing, the, the path of least resistance every fucking time. Yeah, so now it's like I don't want to associ- associate myself with people that are still like that because... I don't ever, I'm not like that anymore. And I don't ever want to be again. Well, and it's true too. Like you, the people you're around, the people you surround yourself with, you pick up energy from them. You, I mean, you give your own energy, but you also pick up their energy. And even like prime example. So being at that um, wedding that I was at, like, and again, I spend a lot of time alone. I spend a lot of time with like Blaine is my main source of person I see. Mm-hmm. So when you have like these, this energy flying from all this different fucking like directions and like drunken energy is it's goofy, but it's not good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's fucking, that's when people's like trauma comes out. That's when you see some really shitty fucking negative sides of people and you, and you absorb that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what's nice about fucking, you know, when you get sober and you find sober friends or people that don't, you know, don't drink as much or don't do whatever, you're not picking up on that fucking stagnant, fucking stale old beer energy, yeah. you know, like that fucking dirty old whiskey dick fucking energy that I'm like, no, I'm fucking yeah. good. I did that for way too long and it took so long to 
just it took so long to realize like that what is seems like fun energy is not fun yeah that is trauma that is fucking a bad time that is a fucking that is anxiety in a fucking bottle is Mm -hmm. what that is and that's exactly what that was for me when i drank but for some reason i just only saw the fun yeah but we all know you know the fun's gonna stop eventually and what are you gonna be left with yeah. Just a fucking shell of what you actually could be. A hangover. A hangover, yeah. <laughs> and a fucking, a drained bank account and a fucking feelings of shame and disgust with yourself. Yeah. And just sitting, like, in a fucking corner being like, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. And the worst part about it is when you're an addict, you'll sit there and say, why did I fucking do that? And then three days later, two days later, maybe the next day, if it's a weekend, yeah. you'll fucking you'll do, do it, again. it again. You'll do just, it like, again. Just, like, stuck in this constant... Ugh. And it's, it's true. Like, if you... If you and all your friends are, like, drunks, it makes it so easy to just stay in that fucking cycle because chances are it'll be two days and you'll be like, oh, man, I never want to drink again. But then your drunk buddy will call you and be like, hey, man, I got a whatever. Well, I got an eight ball and a two six. Let's go. Well, and misery loves company, right? And yeah. then what also falls, falls into play too is like you get lonely. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't have you and I was getting sober and everybody else I associated with was still fucking drinking and acting a fucking fool. Yeah. It's lonely. Like I've been fucking through early parts of sobriety when you've been gone a lot. I've been fucking lonely. Yeah. And that that's probably been one of the hardest parts, right? It's just being like... Like, I can't fucking, you know, I, I love so-and-so, but they don't get what I'm going through because I'm a fucking alcoholic. And it's not just like, oh, I'm going to hang out and we're just going to have fun. It's like, no, I'm going to fucking derail weeks, months, fucking years of progress by yeah. hanging out with you. Especially when you're not telling people yet. You're still in that fucking, that hole, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, it's lonely. So I think that alone sets people up to fucking fail. I think it's one of the reasons why I'm still friends with a lot of people that I was with in active addiction Because there was always, I also worked with them. So there was also times where we were together where we weren't, like, drunk. But if we were only friends, like, outside of work and only ever... Because outside of work, anytime we hung out, we were drunk. Like, (laughs) that's just how it was, you know? It's just the dynamic, right? So if that's, like, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be friends with them if I didn't, if I wouldn't have worked with them. Because that's all our relationship would have been, you know? Cause you had the opportunity to make that real connection Yeah. as we're like, I lot like, you know, I mean, even like a lot of like, a, like a lot of um, people I knew just through like you, like whatever, that we were friends, but on through your, you know, yeah. I only knew them drunk. Yeah, I, I only guess. knew them getting drunk. I only knew they knew. I don't like, I'm like, I don't even know if these people know who the fuck, like what I fucking am, who I fucking am. <laughs> yeah. And I worried about that for a long time thinking that like, I'm like, Oh, like, Am I still fucking charismatic? Am I still funny? Am I still like all these things that for some reason I just figured alcohol just fucking made like come out, right? Yeah. So I worried about that for a long time, but but then I realized I was like, I am still all these things. But I better because now I, like you're your real self. Right? I'm like, I'm still fucking witty. I'm still funny. I'm still fun mm-hmm. to be around. Yeah. I don't need this fucking liquid courage that really is just like, yeah. So they can laugh fucking at you because you're looking like a retard saying the stupidest fucking shit ever. Yeah. Um, and it took me a long time to like kind of get that. And like even now I find like in social situations for the first like, I don't know, for the first like 20 minutes, I'm a little bit more quiet than I usually am. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's just like the empathy in me, like picking no, up the energy. I've, I've noticed that too. And remember back in the drinking days is you would have that same feeling too, kind of like anxious and blah, blah, blah. 
And it usually go away after like one or two drinks. Two usually, yeah. But if you notice that when you're sober, the same amount of time goes by, like whatever, 15, 20 minutes, and that feeling goes away. This is social anxiety It's just in like, yeah, like social anxiety or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. It may be, hey, like just because you're like, yeah, I guess. it's That is fucking weird. Yeah, I guess you're right. I never thought of that because I was always like, why am I so like. When I do see people now, it takes me, like, probably, yeah, like, 20 minutes yeah. to, like, assess the situation and kind of, like, get the fucking, yeah. get my usual zingers out there and shit. And I just assumed it was, like, me, like, so, like you know, me overthinking and sizing it up. But you're right. Because, yeah, when we did used to drink, there was always that first period when you're you're getting settled in and you're getting fucking yeah. your cup, first couple drinks and getting dicked up there that all of a sudden, like, again, that switch. Yeah. I guess when you get comfortable, when you're just, like, fuck it. Yeah. But yeah, that's actually a good point. One I never thought about before. Look at us learning. Yeah, learning right on the podcast. Who would have thought? Two and a half years into this, and it's always fucking something new. Oh, yeah, there's always. I mean, we'll be like 40 years, 50 years sober if we're lucky enough to make life that long, and we'll yeah. still be fucking picking up on shit and learning shit along the way. Yeah, it's like, I feel like because we've been sober for so long that we're almost like coasting a little bit right now because it's just become kind of our life. Like, it's. It's not really that hard not to drink and do drugs anymore. Thank God for that. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's like you still got to, like, do the work. And I think this podcast helps quite a bit because we bring stuff up and, like, tell stories about when we're drugs. And it's kind of fun. It is. Well, and it is. And it, like, and again, like, it's fucking, it's a part of our history. It's a part of the shit that makes us us. Right? Yeah. Like, you're never going to fucking, I can't just be like, oh, I'm going to scrap the first 20 39 or sorry the first 30 years of my life because i was an alcoholic for most of it yeah no there's still fucking fragments and trauma and bullshit that makes me me mm-hmm. deep down behind the fucking bullshit and the fucking beer stained piss smell and condel there's still fucking <laughs> you know key fucking people and key moments and key memories that all kind of came together through that yeah so it is nice to fucking look back and like reminisce like when i made that fucking that post for the condel oh my god I was like, I should put some old pictures just to set, like, the, set the fucking, like, set the standard. I had yeah. so many. I had so many old pictures on my Facebook and shit of us at, like, us and other people at the Dill. I didn't post them all, though, because I'm like, we're fucking old now. And, like, I'm like, a lot of these people are now, like, more of acquaintances than actual friends. <laughs> yeah, like, we have no clue who they are, even. It's like, I have no clue what or they're Or I do. Or, like, there's lots of people, like, fucking, like, people that, you know, are, I still know who they are. But I'm like, I don't really, like, we've grown apart as human beings. I don't feel comfortable, like, fucking posting this on there. But it yeah. did. Like, a lot of it, like, brought back memories and shit. And I was like, oh, like, never so-and-so. Like, they were pretty fucking cool. I wonder what they're up to in life now. I wonder if they're still getting fucked up and going to <laughs> shitty dive bars all the time. Just one little story. This one time I was drinking with this guy at the dill and I knew him from work, but I didn't know his name. And I drank with him all night. And like, I don't, I still don't know his name. And it's just like goes to show like back in the addiction days, it's just, he didn't give a fuck. You'd drink with anybody. Yes, absolutely. Or like, what about that lady? What did she say to you? She really liked those strippers. <laughs> oh, she really liked those strippers. What did she say to you, babe? Oh, uh, she was an old drunk native lady, and she's like, "Oh, these strippers make me fucking horny." <laughs> <laughs> it was the fucking funniest thing in the world. Well, fuck, did you take Wonder her up happened to her? Did you take her up on her offer, or did you just fucking? Said no, I, I think maybe I got her a Budweiser or something. Oh like shit! Yeah. That was, what a what a gentleman. Have the cheapest beer on the fucking menu. Yeah, I get her a cup of draft. Get out of here, lady. Fuck. Oh, that place is fucking wild. 
But again, I mean, that's all. And I've got fucking memories and lots of shit that I fucking do remember, don't remember from that place. But it was all an era. It's all shit yeah. that has fucking molded us and made us into fucking people we are now. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this winter, I'd like to go to a hockey game because we haven't been to one sober yet. And I just want to see, like, what that would be like. Because that's a huge, you know, it's a hockey game. An NHL game, like, they sell, I don't know how many liters of fucking beer every game. Like, it's a crazy amount. Cool beer! Yeah. <laughs> every two seconds. Right? So it's like, I just want to know what it's like to be in these social situations where, I don't know what the percentage of people drinking there, but I mean, it's got to be. Ridiculously It's got to be more than 75%. Oh, fucking right, it's a hockey game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, and I think it's kind of cool, though, because we get to have that all-new experience. Yeah. I actually, I really want to go to a strip club. I don't know if I do, because I don't know what the fuck I would do. You just, I would, fuck, we used to have so much fun. We used to throw money at the fucking strippers. And, yeah, but we were also drunk. Yeah. I don't know. But, I, but see, this is my thing. I can still be fun and sober. I just don't think it would be fun with, like, I don't know, it'd be awkward, I think. Ah, fuck, you're no fun. We could go to that one in Edmonton that has the pinball machines. That's cool. There you go. Pinball. <laughs> actually, yeah, that was actually that was actually cool. Yeah. That was like a two for one. That, ha- that was the best of both worlds. Yeah, arcade and a strip club. Who would have thought? I don't know. It's a pretty good idea. Because it's a social setting, right? Yeah. Social setting. And that's my thing is I want to get back to And, like, I've been in, like, I, if you want to look at the fucking Freud psychological bullshit behind it, I've been in the cocoon stage of life. Mm-hmm. Where I've just kind of kept to myself and I fucking, you know, I've filtered out the bullshit, but I've also filtered out all, pretty much all the people, good and bad. Yeah. And now I can, like, I find myself, like, coming out, coming out of it a little bit. Like, I find myself coming out feeling good about things and feeling not, I don't want to say healed, but healing mm-hmm. in retrospect. Um, and I kind of, I want to do these things again. You know, yeah. I want to fucking, I want to be able to be like oh, let's go to fucking wherever, a hockey game, and not have to worry about, like, oh, everyone's going to be drinking. Yeah. I want to be able to, to do these fucking things normally and still be like, I'm fucking, I'll fucking do it sober. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. And nothing to lose, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's getting there. It is. And, like, simple shit, like, going to a wedding where everybody was going to be shit-faced but fucking you and four other people. Well, that's still a step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, guys, don't be afraid to go out there and socialize and – just bring your own drinks. Bring some iced tea or Red Bull, whatever you gotta do. Or go to places like a farmer's market. They ain't fucking... Oh, I did a women's festival fucking two weeks ago. Ain't yeah. nobody drinking there. Look for shit like that. Yeah, That is just, a prime yeah. example to meet some fucking cool people and no expectations of like, ooh, drinking, blah, fuck that, whatever. Right? That's perfect. That is kind of shit. And like, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of places you want to go to fucking... You know, until you get farther into your shit. Like I said, I would never recommend as a fucking person in early sobriety. I would never be like, oh, yeah, go hang out the strip club with your fucking friends. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, or go hang out fucking, you know, I would never recommend that in early sobriety. I would never be that person to fucking want to, like, deliberately, like, put yourself in a situation to fail. But, yeah, as you get farther into this shit, and as, like, Blaine says, Eventually, you will hit a fucking point where you're like, I'm good. Like, I don't want to drink. The thought of drinking fucking just does nothing for me. Yeah. Um, but again, you can't avoid those triggers forever. You can't avoid life because there's always going to be life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always going to be weddings, funerals, fucking taxes and bullshit. Get out there when you fucking can and still try and keep your keep your sanity and keep your friends in loop because you're still going to have fucking friends that drink and do whatever too, right? Yeah. Well, guys, this is episode... What, 29? 29, baby. <laughs> 29, socializing. Anyways, guys, hope you guys liked it. Catch us next week. Peace.